It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And the pitch. High fly ball hit to left. That should take care of business. Duvall waiting on it, and this one belongs to the Reds. The Reds claim the rubber game of this series as they score early and often and go on to hand the Minnesota Twins a loss to the tune of 8-2. to two. Play ball! That is how it sounded. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked on Reds podcast. Marty Brenneman, the Reds. Radio Network on the call, and the Reds, well, they got that Series W. Improved to 7-21 on the season, taking two out of three from the Minnesota Twins over the weekend. And overall, pretty good day for the Reds. Pretty good weekend for the Reds. They take two of three, like I said. The bats got going. And, well, you might not feel great, but maybe you'll feel a little better about the Reds. Uh, Let's dive into it here. Tyler Malley was good yesterday. Six and a third innings hung in there, only one earned run. And overall, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for something like that. Here's Jim Riggleman on Tyler Malley's outing yesterday. He's really stretching it out a little bit each time, uh, throwing great stuff. You know, really, uh, I think, a real challenge for the hitters and and, um, getting some strikeouts. Um, It's hard to get strikeouts in the strike zone, and he's getting some of those. You know, big league hitters don't don't miss too many times in the strike zone, and he's, he's had a couple games in a row now where he's got a lot of swings and misses. And that's awesome. I mean, you're talking about Tyler Malley, who took a no-hitter into the seventh last week. This week goes six and a third, one earned run. That's setting the Reds up for success. Those kind of starts, that's setting them up for success. And you know what else is setting them up for success? Well, when they get production at the plate. I mean, the, the that's been the key this year. Because the, the starting pitching, I've talked about it sound, but mostly it's the hitting. And when the bats show up, and it was rare early on, the first 21 games or so of the year, it's happening more and more now. And uh, we'll get into tonight's matchup, and we'll get into this three-game set against the Brewers. Uh, Brandon Finnegan on the mound tonight for the Reds uh, in about uh, an hour. So usually I get to record this in the afternoon. Got slammed today. So now it's uh, j- just to be honest with you, it's six seventeen. So game time, first pitch, seven ten at Great American Ballpark. So... This is going to be mostly a weekend recap, and then we'll get ahead and, and, and look ahead and do all the necessary tools and things that we need to do here on the Lockdown Reds podcast. They hit. They hit, and it needs to continue in this series against Milwaukee. They had 24 runs in three days. 24. Quick math, eight runs per game. Now, that sounds great. It wasn't that consistent. 15, then one, then eight. I'll still take it. Because if you're scoring eight runs or you're scoring 15 runs, you're going to win most of those games when you get adequate pitching. And they got adequate pitching over the weekend, and, well, it worked out for them. Now, 14 hits yesterday for the Reds. They just, they played well. I mean, Tyler Motley, think about that. Six innings, no hits last week. Four hits this week. And the Reds get him basically all the insurance that, that he could ask for. I mean, from the jump, he, had to, he was playing with a lead. And that changes so much for a pitcher. And if you're down 2 nothing and you think your bats, the bats aren't going to get going, then you're like, oh, I have to pitch perfect. I have to be perfect. And it puts pressure on the pitchers. Well, from the jump yesterday, one run in the first, another in the second, two in the third, three in the fourth, Malley was always pitching from ahead. And that is a huge, 
huge deal. And, and I think it matters. I think it has a, a tremendous impact on what the Reds can do and the success they're going to have. I don't expect them to be great. I don't really expect them to be that good. But I expect them to be much more competitive than we saw through the first three weeks, and they were this past weekend. Um, let's get to the news of the day. Let's start with the good. The good is Joey Votto. He is the National League Player of the Week. He batted 369 of 25, had seven runs scored, a double, four bombs, so five extra base hits out of those nine hits, eight RBIs, and nine walks. He was tied for first in total bases in the National League with 22, first in home runs, second in on-base percentage, and slugging percentage. Also tied for second in RBIs and extra base hits with the aforementioned five. Uh, he went for uh, he went three for three on Friday night. This was really cool. This was really funny. Here's Joey Votto on Fox Sports Ohio after the game. A lot of people would have left you guys for dead tonight. Offensive explosion. What's it say about you guys hanging in there? Oh man, we don't listen to them. <laughs> Come on, Jim. Uh, it was a really, really a strong effort by everyone all, to, all, all the way through. You know, watching Jose hit his hit, hit a couple home runs in one yeah. game was such was such a fun. Uh, thing to experience hitting behind him. So it was a really good game. You reached base six times tonight. I had to write this down. Hit by pitch, walk, kick and... It is... Yes, chicken scratch, yes. Hit by pitch, walk, home run, single, walk, double. Uh, that is quite the night. Yeah, it's a good night, man. It's it's brisk out here. Yeah, it's cool. It's windy. Minnesota, the stadium is beautiful. I've heard some comments from some guys saying they'd like to play less. Some people say, saying they'd like to play less games, uh, make less money. I say play more and make more money. Let's play as I'll play November and March. Another sixty games. Let's do it. What do you say? Well, you're from Toronto, so you're kind of used to this weather. Uh, if it's snowing, if it's sleet, if it's freezing, if it's below 32, I'll take it. Below zero Celsius, shout out to Canada. <laughs> that, that's it, man. Joey Votto always has those in him, huh? Like those funny, most random things ever, and he's messing with Jim Day and screwing with Jim Day, and that's fun. You know, that that's fun stuff. And I, I the, the more they win, the more we get to see that. The more they win, the more that happens. So hopefully it continues to happen because... I don't want them to keep losing, and it's fun watching them win. And they had a winning week last week, and hopefully they can build upon it. I'm cautiously optimistic that they can build upon it. The other news of the day, and this is kind of the bad news, Jim Riggleman, Reds interim manager, said, uh, told reporters today that Scooter Jeanette's throwing shoulder is a little sore. It's been bothering him since spring training. He's sitting tonight, is available to pinch hit if necessary. Uh, Jeanette said this to Joe Danaman of Fox 19, the shoulder started bothering me on the third day of spring training. Been gradually getting worse. Had an MRI today. Doesn't think it's serious. It's going to take a few days off. Should be good to go by Friday. Jeanette also added, if I can lift my arm, I feel like I can play. I need to be selfless and rest. My job is to help the team. Uh, oh, I need to be selfless. My job is to help the team. He, he's not going to rest, and I don't think I'm doing that playing hurt. Okay, so he needs to... That was confusing. Basically, he needs to be selfless and rest so he can do his job ac uh, adequately so he can help the team. So there you go. Help the team for a few days. Hell, the way you threw it over to first from second over the weekend, Scooter, yeah, rest. <laughs> rest up, my man. Rest up for sure as, uh, 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Why rush it? it? You're not a good fielder anyway. The last thing I need you to do is play with an injured arm. That is not something I want to see ever, never, ever, ever. And uh, and so hopefully Scooter Jeanette can get healthy. The last thing I want is them to, I don't know, put Scooter down and and put him in the IR or not the IR. What am I? I'm talking baseball on the disabled list for ten days. Let's say and bring up a guy that isn't ready like Nick Senzel. I, I don't want to do that. By the way, starting lineup tonight, and it's the reason I mentioned this, it's noteworthy because it's a pretty good lineup. Winker, Peraza, Vado, Shebler, Suarez, Barnhart, Blandino, Finnegan, Hamilton. I like it. I like it. And that leads me to, well, Brandon Finnegan, because Brandon Finnegan's a guy who's got to prove himself. Tonight, he's 0-2 on the season, only pitched 12 innings on the year. Can, can you give me something, Finnegan? Show me something. And hopefully tomorrow, by the time I jump on this podcast, we're talking about a guy who had success, will have a podcast tomorrow around, I would say right around 1 o'clock, but had success, is doing well, has his first good outing of the year, because otherwise it's just been ugly. I mean, it has just been so ugly, and that's the last thing I want is to keep talking and trashing Brandon Finnegan, but at the same time, dude, we got to see it at some point. And I know we're getting restless. And you know what he needs? He needs to get a lead early. Someone give him a lead early. Maybe Joey Votto can hit a a two- or three-run shot in inning one. How about that? Or four. Just a grand slam. That's all we want, Joey Votto. In the first inning, Joey, can you uh, hit a grand slam? Thanks. It can't be that hard, right? No, it can't be that hard. Um, Overall, though, the Reds, they pull out two out of three over the weekend. I feel better. Do you feel better? about the Reds? Is it is it something that concerns you? Are you just checked out? What are your feelings right now towards the Cincinnati Reds? You're listening to this podcast, and if you are, you have some kind of interest, so let me know. At James Rapino on Twitter, at LockedOnReds on Twitter. Um, I will make sure we have an extended podcast tomorrow because today, I know it was short, but the Reds game starts in like 40 minutes, and it was just... A weird timing today with everything. But tomorrow, extended podcast. We'll recap tonight's game. Working on some guests for this week. And until then, thank you so much for listening. I'm James Erpine. Make sure you check out, by the way, there's a lot on LockedOnReds.com, including something that you will appreciate. Something you'll appreciate. I have a feeling you'll appreciate it a lot. Jeff Gilbert was on hand to watch Hunter Green pitch, and he wrote about it. And it's worth checking out. It's right now the cover story at LockedOnReds.com. There's a lot there. It's a quick read. You're not going to have to read it for 20 minutes or anything, but it's a real easy read and something uh, to check out. Other things to check out on LockedOnReds.com. Sean Young has some thoughts on the Reds. And Jeff says that there's a case for optimism to be had. All of that, including every single Locked on Reds podcast in one spot, LockedOnReds.com. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully tomorrow we're talking about a Reds win over the Brew Crew. I'm sure you'll hear Marty Brenneman either way and so much more. I appreciate you listening. Until Tuesday, I'm James Erpine, and this has been the Locked on Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.